fabulous evangelist Tanisha Ramsey Lane and I am your host on Millennials Ministries where we are a breath of fresh air. Our mission is to uplift you, heal you, restore you and deliverance. Worship and pray and impact your souls with our greatest anointing on TOKOVL Radio. You can follow us on Facebook at Millennials Ministries Radio Talk Show Instagram, millennials underscore men. Contact email is millennialsministries at gmail.com. Looking forward to have a divine connection. Be blessed and stay connected. Hey, it's your fabulous evangelist, Tanisha Ramsey Lane. I am the host of Millennials Ministries on TOKOVL Radio. Yes, yes, yes. We have the amazing, the dynamic mompreneur today, tonight. Yes, I hope you guys are ready. Embrace your ears. Please introduce yourself. Hello, hello, beautiful people. My name is Chanel Spencer, and I am super, super excited to be here today. I appreciate Evangelist Tanisha allowing me to be on her platform. I'm so excited and I'm so excited for everything that you're doing um, and how you are helping so many other individuals in this world. Um, but my name is Chanel Spencer. I am the CEO of Maximum Evolution. I am an author. I am a speaker. I am a I am a victim to CEO. I am taking over the world. My company, Maximum Evolution, we help to um, evolve and empower women through transformation and to help them to create their own tables. And when I say tables, I mean build your own business. I mean write that book because we are no longer fighting for a seat at anybody else's table. We're just going to go build our own. <laughs> so I'm super excited to be here. Um, I am a six-time best-selling author and I have about four or five different projects that will be coming out this year and I'm already working on 2021 and I'm working on different speaking engagements, and I have a platform for my children that I built, TJ Playworld, where they are will, will be authors as well, because you have to build a legacy for your children um, as you're building your own, and I'm super excited to be here. And also, I'm working on my podcast, I'm working on my YouTube channel, Evolve You. This is a platform for other mompreneurs, authors coaches, business owners to come and share their story and have 
unapologetic, unfiltered, and fearless conversation, we are really taking over and we are showing our power and stepping into our greatness. Yes, yes. She is amazing, you guys. You guys just wait, lay around for it for the second part because she's going to give you some good info. So, how does it feel to be a mompreneur? Woo! Uh, <laughs> it's very rewarding. Um, I will say that. I recently resigned from my six-figure job. I was a general manager um, here in New York City. Yes, I was out in New York City. Um, and it was great. But I was juggling being a general manager for a multi-million dollar property, as well as my company, as well as being a mom. And it can be a challenge, and it can be frustrating, and it can feel overwhelming. But I will tell you that this journey is so rewarding. And walking away from my corporate job was such a blessing in disguise. I was terrified. I was scared. Um, who isn't? Who wouldn't be? Um, but it has been such a process and I have transformed into an even better and stronger person. And even, and it has allowed me to be a better mom and to be more present with my children. And that's the benefit of being an entrepreneur is you have control of your own time. And you can say, today I am showing up. Today I need five minutes. Today I'm going to be able to go to my children's athletic event, to their presentations, whatever it is that they have going on. You can You have the option to be more present and to choose what you do on a day-to-day basis so it's it's a great and rewarding experience but it can be a challenge sometimes because you are on your own right so how do you map your day out around your kids well since we had this lovely um unexpected and unforeseen changes with the lovely i don't want to say the name right (laughs) but um I literally have to, I set what they're going to do from the night before so that I can kind of have my day scheduled out. So first thing in the morning um, for them, I make sure that they have the breakfast. I make sure that they are set and prepared for what they have to do for school, um, assignments, homework. Um, We do some gym time, found some YouTube videos to get some exercise and activity in. I make sure I schedule out their meals because, you know, now with the change that we had, you become the principal, the lunch lady, the security guard, the guidance counselor, the tutor, you're the teacher, you're everything. <laughs> so <laughs> right. I literally um, created a legitimate schedule and my kids looked at me like I was insane when I showed it to them, like literally from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. You have a full blown schedule of what you are doing because it helps me so that they're on schedule and then it gives me time also to in between to figure out what I need to do and set up my day so literally I have a full-blown excel spreadsheet um and at first they were like what is this and freaking out and now they're like wait it's 10 o'clock we have to do this oh it's 11 o'clock we have to have our snack right oh it's one o'clock we have to have lunch you know what I mean so it's it's very it's been very very helpful so what's the greatest part of being a mentor for you Honestly, I just love being able to help others. I know what it feels like to feel alone. I know what it feels like to be on a journey and not necessarily have direction and and feel like it's the end of the world. So being able to be that light at the end of the tunnel for someone to literally be able to see someone's 
growth from where they were yesterday, a year ago, or even five years ago is so rewarding to me because I just know, I just know what it feels like to want so much more and know what you can possibly do, but not having any direction or knowing what to do. Right. So what's your favorite affirmation that motivates you on a daily basis? Like, what do you say to yourself? I am powerful. Yes. Um, Yes. (laughs) I love it. What expertise can you give to new mompreneurs that just started out with the mompreneurship? Um, so for, if you're just starting out, it's okay. Breathe. I'm a person where I look at Mount Everest and being at the top of the mountain, but understand that everything is a process and everything is a journey and just have micro goals to, to, to achieve the macro goals. So in starting your business, what is your micro goal? Okay, let's get a logo. Let's figure out what we want to offer. Let's figure out how to create our LLC. So create micro goals to, to achieve the macro goal. That's great. So you say you have multiple books. Can you like name the books for us? So they can just go and like look your books up and go follow you. Okay, so um, I have been in, wow five or six collaborative projects. Um, so I was in Brand New Me, Love Mama. I was honored to be a part of it on two editions. So there's Love Mama first edition, Love Mama third edition. Um, I am going to be in, I have Get Up Get Up Girl Win, which was a phenomenal series with the um, Courageous Women company that was phenomenal. Um, I have... What's up and coming, I have the power of a life, the life of an entrepreneur. I have the power of the overcomer that's coming. I have the mom and me that is coming. That's amazing. Oh, my God, you are such a fireball. You inspire me all the time when we talk to each other. It's just so amazing to be around sisters that's doing something so much and similar. And we can keep each other motivated and help each other in so many ways. That is uplifting. Sisters in unity all day. That's what I always say, Sisters in Unity. Do you have any events coming up soon? Yes. So I'm going to be speaking um, at the Own Your Life annual conference on June 27th. I am currently working on my own virtual summit um, that will be coming this August. I am also going to be speaking um, for a group next Sunday, actually June 21st. And I'm super excited about that. Um, And I'm working on a bunch of other events that are coming for sure. So make sure you stay connected. Yes, yes. So share your social media with everyone so we all can stay connected and go follow her, you guys, like right now, right now. So listen to the social media info so you can go follow her right now, right now. So all of my platforms are Chanel Spencer Now. You can find me at Chanel Spencer Now on Facebook, Chanel Spencer Now, on Instagram, Chanel Spencer Now, on Insta- um, on LinkedIn, because you need Chanel Spencer Now, not tomorrow, not five minutes from now, you need her now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, yes, yes. <laughs> so you guys, we are going to take a break, but we will be back because she has a book that she just finished writing, and she's going to share the info with us and some ideas, so you guys... Be ready for the second part. We'll be right back at this moment. 
Hello, my name is Micah Farley, and I am here to bring you Kids Scripture Corner. The scripture I will be reading for you today is coming from the book of Psalms, chapter 139, verse 13. For thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey Millennials, it's your fabulous evangelist Tanisha Razzy Lane, host of Millennials Ministries, and you're listening to T-O-K-O-B-L Radio. And we are back, my listeners, and hello to my new listeners. Thanks for tuning in. We have Chanel Spencer on today. Yes, yes, yes. It is Mompreneur Sunday. I hope you guys enjoyed the first segment. We are about to kick it in with the second one. You guys listen, embrace your ears, and intake the information that she's about to give us, some tips and techniques. She's going to tell us about her new book that just came out. Let's get it. Let's get it. Hello. So I'm super excited. Um, As I mentioned earlier, I am a six-time best-selling author and working on a numerous amount of projects. But this project I'm super, super excited about because it's the first book under my own publishing company, Me Publishing, Um, Warrior's Paradigm. It is literally like my baby that I feel like I've been carrying for like the past three years that I needed to get out finally. And it's about maybe 40 weeks late, but it's all right. She's here. So (laughs) Warrior's Paradigm is a memoir slash self-help book where I talk about the different challenges that I've had throughout my life and transforming my brokenness into my beauty. I had challenges with depression, challenges with self-esteem and self-worth, and I've been in a domestic abusive relationship as well as attempting suicide. And I talk about all of these different um, challenges and adversities that I've overcame in hopes to help another individual to understand that they are not alone and to see me and be inspired to know that, hey, my past doesn't have to define my future. The things that I've gone through doesn't have to say I can't be great and I am not great. It is to literally show you that, yes, you can be amazing and yes, you may have gone through challenges in your life, but it doesn't have to hold you. You don't have to be stuck in that and you can step into your greatness and you can be super, super amazing in this world and so my goal with this book is to literally impact so many women and 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 to know that your past does not define you and that you are amazing and that you can take over the world and in any way that you choose and see fit and I'm also working on an interactive journal to come alongside the book because you know and going through all that's like yes all this great lovely information and 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 now i'm ready to to take my life to the next level so here's the interactive journal on and to help you to work through and navigate yourself through your self-esteem to navigate through why you feel the way that you feel to navigate through forgiveness to navigate through your depression to truly turn your life around and transform into the person that you know that you are destined to be so i'm super 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 excited about a warrior's paradigm because again that is literally me putting my life in a book to help you to transform your life and to know that you are not alone and that you can be who you want to be in this world. Cause I literally transformed my life from victim mindset to CEO mindset. And if I didn't transform my mind and transform my life, I probably wouldn't be who I am today. So I'm so grateful for my journey and 
to be able to share it with you and help you to transform as well. And I'm working on another a numerous amount of um, projects. I already wrote my next book. Super excited about that. Um, and that will be coming out sooner rather than later. I like to, you know, when I have more information, I'll share it. And then I'm working on an anthology project as well, where I have 21 authors where we're all sharing our stories of how we overcame and broke patterns in our lives and stepped into to our own greatness. And all of that will be available at www.readytotransformnow.com. And also, don't forget, I've also wrote two illustration books that will be underneath my children's company, tjplayworld.com. Oh my goodness, Chanel. That was so amazing. I love your testimony. I love how you put things into perspective for us mompreneurs to see exactly what it's like being a mompreneur, working a job, whether it was corporate or building a business, being an author, whatever it is. And then also on top of that, you discuss how to organize different situations and make it run smoothly. So I know that's what you do with your business. Can you talk a little bit about what to expect as a mompreneur for others who are aspiring to be a mompreneur? As a mompreneur, we sometimes have to juggle like a million and one hats. And we, a lot of times we forget about ourselves. And I can literally say that speaking from experience, where I literally drove myself to the ground, showing up for everyone. At one point in my life, I was a entrepreneur. I was a gym for a hotel, and I was a mom of small children. And I never took the time for self-care and some self-love on myself. And part of it was a piece of self-worth, but part of it was I felt like I had to keep moving, had to keep going no matter how sick I felt, no matter how tired I was, because there were so many people counting on me. When I was working, I literally would be so sick and like sick where I had like a respiratory infection, but I would still, like, my body would literally tell me, like, okay, you don't want it. I'm giving you signs. I'm showing you symptoms. I'm telling you I'm not feeling 100%, but you still want to keep forcing me to go? All right. So my body was like, well, I'm shutting down. And now you, since you can't hear me, since you're not seeing me, now you're going to feel me and, and now you're, and that's it. So sometimes your body will literally force you to have a seat and take a moment and, and I had to shift my perspective and understand that I cannot give my all to the world or to whoever is counting on me if my cup is empty, if I'm not okay, if I'm not happy, if I'm not able to function. I was literally giving people my energy, my time, my finances, everything. And when I say people, everyone, family, friends, the kids, the partner, everything, everything and everyone I was giving everything to from a cup that was dried out. It was pretty much cracking on the side. Like my cup was 
needed, I, I needed a new cup <laughs> at this point. Um, and when I made the decision to resign from my job, it was such a relief. And I felt for the first time in my entire life that I chose myself. Like, forget about the multi-million dollar property, forget about the title, forget about the money, forget about all of that. Like, girl, you are burnt out, like burnt out mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, like you're just burnt out. I was so burnt out to the point that it was like two, three months after I resigned and I was still physically tired, like literally. I emotionally and mentally was still dealing with the traumas that I put on myself in the way that I worked myself. I was working 80 to 100 hours a week, whether I was on property, whether I was at home working, whether it was I was working on my business, which that's outside of what I was, the hours that I put in for my, for the company that I was working for, then now having to be a mom, now having to show up as a parent, now making sure homework is done. Like you have to manage so many different pieces of your life. And it's great. Yes, you're showing for everybody else. But now what if you can't get out of bed and now you're sick and there's no option for you to show up? So I say that to say, please take care of yourself first. And it's not from being a selfish person, but it's from being selfless and understanding that if you aren't taking care of yourself, then how can you take care of others? Your cup has to be full mentally, emotionally, physically, financially, spiritually first before you can help someone else. The same thing as the plane when they say, put your mask on first and then help somebody else. If you could barely breathe, how are you going to be able to help somebody else breathe? So you have to make sure that you are good. You are feeling healthy. You are feeling at 100%. Do checks on yourself, mental checks, emotional checks. How am I feeling today? Take five minutes whether it's going to the nail salon, whether it's reading a little book, meditating, going to the spa, whatever it is that you enjoy, take that time for yourself because it's so important because you have to show up for yourself first and then show up for others. Because we have to remember that we literally program the world. And when I say the world, I'm talking about family, friends, kids, whoever, we program them on how to treat us. So you have to set the standards. You have to set the boundaries. You have to take that power and understand that, yes, there are some things that you don't have control over and how people may treat you or how people, how people may try to, to take over or whatever it is, but you have power on how you respond and how you create the boundaries. Like, okay, that was okay this first time because maybe we're not clear on, I need five minutes. So next time, understand that this is what it needs to be moving forward. Because at the end of the day, again, you have to make sure that you are a hundred percent so that you can show up in the world as you want to and be on 150% for anyone. And as mompreneurs, we are our own worst critics. We literally 
find any and every way to say how we could have did something better or beat ourselves up because we didn't do something the way that we wanted to or intended to or unable to show whatever it is. Give yourself grace and understand that sometimes you just have to take off the cape. Like we want to be superheroes and super heroes and all that great stuff. And it's great. It's great. It's amazing. But sometimes you have to just take that off and understand your humanness and understand that we all make mistakes and sometimes things don't turn out the way that we want to, but it's okay because we still have opportunity to show up in a better, stronger, faster way than we did the day before. So give yourself grace, forgive yourself for any mistakes, forgive yourself for something that you did from a lack of knowledge. It is okay, I promise. And I am saying all of this from pure experience. I, for so long, would just like tear myself to shreds, like literally tear myself to shreds in the fact of having mom guilt because I'm working so much and I can't show up the way that I want to for my kids because I'm dedicated to the job or I'm dedicated to the business so that I can provide the life that I want for them and for them to have what they need and and more, right? I'm sitting here beating up myself up because I feel like I could have executed more goals quicker, sooner, faster. You know what I mean? So it happens. And I had to literally take a seat and shift my mindset and say, I am human. And even if other people don't understand, I said this to someone almost every day, I am one person, not 12, One person doing a hundred things. And it's because you show up effortlessly. You, they're, you're reliable. You, they can depend on you because you, they know that you are on the top and the A, A plus level in the game of whatever it is that you do and whatever services you provide and whoever you show up in the world, they know they will literally come to you and it won't matter. Like there were times where I'm looking like I'm about to pass out on the desk and they're still like, so can you do this project for me? Or, um, can you come help me and do this? And the, it, it, part of it is my fault because I've always shown up. Like I, like the first time I told my kids, like I need five minutes and, and, and they didn't get it. They looked at me like, what? We don't understand what that means. Like what? I had to train them to understand, like, listen, mommy needs a minute like, please, (laughs) like, I need to regroup. I want to be here for you. And they were just looking at me like I was insane. And what are you even talking about? And now they understand, okay, I need five minutes (laughs) and they'll get up and they'll go to the other room or they'll get on their electronics or whatever it is. Like, I just need five minutes to center myself and bring myself back because if not, then my frustration or my stress, or my aggravation may spill out onto you. So just please give me five minutes so I can just, just, just five minutes. And maybe your five minutes might be 15 to 16 minutes. Who It's whatever works for you, right? But five minutes means I need a minute. <laughs> and just remember that, you know, we are all powerful. We are all powerhouses. We are all game changers. And we want to show up in the world every day, every moment. But yes, it is important for you to take care of yourself, to love on yourself and understand your greatness and that you need to some TLC. Yes, yes, yes. You guys, that is amazing. Yes, that's amazing. I hope you guys are taking your notes. 
really, really taking your notes and taking it all in because this is a fabulous mompreneur right here. She is a firecracker. She's dynamic. She's all the above. And I'm just glad to have her as sisters in unity to be able to call her my sister. So we appreciate you so much of being a part on our Mompreneur Sundays. You guys going to stay connected and we'll be right back after this commercial break. Hello, my name is Tanisha Ramsey Lane. I am the CEO and founder of CEO Divas Enterprise and Press Push Pray Ministry. I help entrepreneurs win by helping millennials and mompreneurs turn their pain and trauma into purpose to level up their business and personal success. You may reach me on Facebook, Tanisha Ramsey Lane, Instagram, CEO underscore Diva. Website is www.ceo slash diva dot live. Keep it locked on T-O-K-O-V-L Radio here in St. Louis, Missouri, where we are the original kings over valuable land. T-O-K-O-V-L Radio. Hello, beautiful people. It is Chanel Spencer, the CEO of Maxim Evolution. We help women to evolve and transform their lives and create their own seat at their own table and how we do that is by doing our Maximum Evolution Masterclass, where you can literally deep dive and figure out who you are and who you want to be and why you want to be and help you to develop all that you want to be in this world. So you can reach out to us and you can get that from www.readytotransformnow.com. And stay connected with us at Chanel Spencer Now on Instagram, Chanel Spencer Now on Facebook, and ChanelSpencerNow.com. Hey, millennials, it's your girl, Tiasha Janae, here with your girl, your host, the fabulous evangelist, Tanisha Ramsey Lane, and her guest today, Chanel Spencer. She was amazing, right, guys? She rocked this thing. She told you what to do, how to do it, and how to get it done as a mompreneur, and you just can't beat that. Now, what we're going to do is bring to you something untraditional. There's a lady by the name of Jill Salzman, who's a Naperville TEDx speaker, and she speaks on what makes moms the best entrepreneurs. So here's to you, mompreneurs. Enjoy. So how many of you here wish that having a baby came with a set of instructions. I've had two babies and neither came with a how-to manual. So what do you do when a baby comes along without a set of instructions? You start making it up, right? And as you're making up all of these things with this brand new human being in your care, what do you do next? You start telling everyone. You call your family and your friends and you start telling them all of these crazy, embarrassing, unbelievable things you're doing with this brand new baby. And by doing so, you end up creating your own community. You start creating a positive feedback loop that ends up being your form of life support. So what about those of you who consider yourselves entrepreneurs like Mr. Alexander Graham Bell here? You can read books, you can take courses, you can even earn an MBA. But how many of you 
on the day that you launched your business knew exactly what you were doing. I'm going to guess you were busy making it up. So it's my contention today, or my idea worth spreading, that moms make the best entrepreneurs. Essentially, all moms are entrepreneurs. They're making it up all the time. They're raising children and managing households, often from a young age and sometimes single-handedly. They demonstrate extraordinary talent. And they're also starting their own companies. There are currently 8.1 million women-owned businesses in the U.S., generating 1.3 trillion in revenues and employing 7.6 million people. And the majority of them, moms. And unlike the usual assumptions, these moms aren't just creating baby products at their kitchen tables. They're also launching their own law firms and their own accounting firms, their own record labels and their own architectural firms, all while raising kids. Now, I know some of you are sitting there going, that's lovely, Jill, that's great. But really, why do moms make the best entrepreneurs? And to illustrate, I'm gonna have to take you back to 1995. I was a junior in high school in New Jersey. I was 16 and I was in love with a boy. His name was Eddie. Some of you might know him. He fronts a rock band called Pearl Jam. And uh, at the time he wasn't really paying very much attention to me. I was doing homework in my room one day, listening to the radio, and on the radio I heard that Eddie Vedder was going to be inducting Neil Young into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's induction ceremony in New York City. And the best part about this was that the whole thing was going to be taking place at the Waldorf Astoria Hotel in New York City, 20 minutes from where I lived. So of course I was going to be heading to the Waldorf, sitting outside, waiting for Eddie to walk by, run up to him with a piece of paper, ask him for his autograph and tell him we'd be getting married soon. And then about 30 seconds after I had that thought, I picked up the phone and I called the Waldorf and I asked to be transferred to the person organizing this event. And to this person who picked up the phone, I said, hi, my name is Jill. I am an incredible florist. It just so happens that on the night of your event, I'm offering my services at a discount. Are you looking for any extra florists? And this woman giggled at me and she hung up the phone. So I called her back. Hi, my name is Jill. I am an unbelievable waitress. It just so happens that on the night of your event, I'm offering my services for free. Are you looking for any extra waitstaff? There was no giggle. She hung up the phone. So I called her back. Hi, my name is Jill. I'm an extraordinary reporter. It just so happens that on the night of your event, my my um, magazine readers would love to read about this. Uh, how do I get in? And she said, fax a press pass request and letterhead and we'll be happy to consider you. Here's the fax number, click. And so I stood in my room holding that fax number, thinking, what is letterhead? I had no idea. So I ran to my parents and I said, look, it's a matter of love or death. I really need you to help me figure this out. Can you please help me so I can marry Eddie Vedder? And they said, we understand. So my mom sat down with me at our Apple IIc kitchen, computer in our kitchen. And uh, she found some really cute clip art that was a, a zipper that underlined words. So all of a sudden, I became the editor-in-chief of Zip Magazine. And we made some business cards. We made some letterhead. We worded this press pass request. 
And uh, I, actually, I watched my mom word this press pass request. We faxed it on in, and I went to school the next day and told every single person that I was going to be meeting my future husband in a couple weeks. I get home that same night, and, uh, and my dad said, Jill, there's a fax waiting for you in the fax machine. How could rejection come so fast when you've just told everyone you know that you're going to be meeting Eddie Vedder? Not cool. Not cool. So I walked over to the fax machine. I picked up the piece of paper and I read that I had been granted one press pass to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Score, right? Except I completely freaked out completely freaked out, ran up to my mom, and I said, look, I don't understand. How are we going to get away with this? What do I wear? And she found a really cute black skirt with a zipper on it and a really cute black purse with a zipper on it. And she made me print out some business cards. She threw me into the brown and blue Oldsmobile station wagon, drove me to the Waldorf, and sat outside waiting for me to get kicked out. <laughs> and uh, I walked in. I flashed one of my newly printed business cards, and I was promptly escorted into the press room for the entire night. I got to ask Al Green what it's like to be Al Green. I got to ask the Allman Brothers what it's like being the Allman Brothers. I had no idea who the Allman Brothers were, but I did get to meet Eddie Vedder. He did not agree to marry me that night. But what does this story illustrate to you? Reason number one, that moms make the best entrepreneurs. We make it up. My mom might not have called herself an entrepreneur through that experience, but what could be more innovative than getting your underage high school teenager into an internationally televised event full of rock stars? <laughs> and she might not even have called herself innovative, which is a fancy word for making it up. But my mom was well-versed in innovative since the day that I was born. And, and watching my mom through that experience, I learned that with each and every company, Anything I would ever do, I would have to make it up each and every time. And I do. Fast forward to 2007. I'm two years into my first business, Paperwork Media, a music management, booking, and publicity firm. I basically sent bands out on tour. And I bring up 07 because this is the year that I had my first baby girl who arrived without an instruction manual. And uh, I, uh, in 2007, when she arrived, she received a gift, a pair of sterling silver anklets with bells on them that I slipped right onto her ankles. And everywhere we went, the parks, the grocery stores, everyone stopped us and said, those are unbelievably beautiful. But is that a tracking device? I totally want one. Where can I get it? And I would have to tell them, yeah, you have to go to Thailand. I got them from someone in Thailand. And soon I got sick of sending people out of the country to go get a pair of anklets. So I thought, why don't I start importing them and I'll have a side business. I turned to my husband, the nameologist, and I said, what should we call these? And he said, let's call them bumblebells. So we threw up a website. I got the trademark. We started selling them online. And soon they were in retailers all across the country. And about six months into running bumblebells, while running my other company, I was having one of those days that we all have. You know those days where you're sitting at your computer and you're typing away and then the phone rings. So you reach for the phone, but the act of reaching for the phone knocks the baby bottle out of your knee that you were holding into the baby's mouth with your, you know, so you got to fix that. And then you get back into position and then the doorbell rings 
So you have to run over, who hoist the baby over your shoulder first, run over to the front door, sign for the FedEx package, run over to the baby's room, drop the baby on the, for a nap in the room and get back to your computer and finish up your phone call. We've all had those days, right? So on that day, on the phone was my sister-in-law, Rachel, calling from Los Angeles to tell me how Gwen Stefani was doing. She doesn't really know Gwen, but she likes to keep people informed. And on this day, she called very excitedly to tell me that Gwen Stefani's parents had just moved next door to our cousins. Right? Except, wait a second. Didn't Gwen just give birth to her second baby, baby Zuma? And wouldn't baby Zuma look totally cute in a pair of our bumble bells? So I sat back, I got in, into position. And while I was on the phone with her, I popped open an email to these cousins. And I said, if I sent you a pair of these bumble bells, would you mind walking them next door? And I hit send. I finished the call with Rachel. I did about a billion other tasks that day, went off to make dinner for my family and promptly forgot all about it. And about two months later, I'm back in position, having one of those days, which seems to be every day. And on the phone, it's Rachel again calling. And this time she says, Jill, have you been to the gossip blog PerezHilton.com today? And I said, only five times this morning. Why? She said, you've got to go there right now. So I go over to my computer. I open up the website and there's the home page. And look, oh, surprise, surprise. It's Gwen Stefani. And there's baby Zuma wearing my bumble bells freak out after the freak out happened what is a mom entrepreneur to do with this news get back into position call about 400 million people email about 600 billion people and try to find somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody at a major publication because this is a celebrity endorsing my product so after about 1.5 billion tasks done april of 2009 bumble bells landed people magazine no small feat for a small business. But what does this story illustrate to you? Reason number two, that moms make the best entrepreneurs. We are expert multitaskers. There's a study out of the Institute of Psychiatry at the University of London that says that your IQ drops 10 points as you're constantly fielding emails and texts and phone calls. It's as though you've lost an entire night of sleep. But what's interesting about the study is that the researchers said that men fared far worse than women because, and I quote the researchers, men have more difficulty multitasking. So you can read book after book about how multitasking sucks and you shouldn't be doing it. it you, you're basically, when you're multitasking, you're trying to achieve more and you shouldn't want to achieve more. You should be focused on a singular activity because that's all your brain can apparently handle. But today, I want to set the record straight. We mom entrepreneurs are not setting out to achieve more. It's not a choice. If you run a business and you've had a child somewhere along the way, the simultaneous execution of more than one thing at a time is a must. I multitask, therefore I am. Fast forward to 2009. At this point, I'm running two businesses and I've had my second baby girl. Also arrived without a how-to manual. And I decided it was high time that I meet another woman who had her own company and had her own kids. In 09, I didn't know a single one. So I went to meetup.com and I opened up a meetup and I invited anyone who self-identified as a mom entrepreneur to come and meet with me for coffee. In my little village, 50,000 people, Oak Park, Illinois. 
In my first meeting, I was beyond thrilled. Three other women who had companies and had kids showed up. Four of us in one room. Second meeting, the next month, that number doubled. Third meeting, the number tripled. Six months in to this meetup, we had 200 members online. So I kind of figured I was onto something. And I launched business number three. Two years later, we're now the Founding Moms, a collective of meetups for mom entrepreneurs in over 30 cities around the globe, including cities in Canada and Australia. We have thousands of members who each access their city's Founding Moms Exchange, which is what we call these meetups, on their own meetup.com page. So we base our organization on the meetup.com platform, and each city has its own meetup page. You can imagine with thousands of users, these users sometimes can't log in here, they can't access something there, so they email me with questions. And I didn't design Meetup, so uh, I didn't really ever know what to respond to. So I spend most of my day on the meetup.com support page. And they have a brilliant support team, brilliant. They get back to you right away with any question you have, and they always did. They got back to me with each query I sent in. But soon with so many queries, I started getting real sick and tired of emailing different people the same problems. So at the bottom of my queries, I started asking, uh, would you mind being my one-on-one -on -one contact? And they kept getting back to me with responses to my queries, but no one ever addressed the one-on-one -on -one contact issue. So I gave up. And a couple weeks later, I was sitting at a founding moms exchange in Chicago. And just before the meeting started, I was talking to meetup member Michelle about how much I hated my dentist. And she said, you have got to make an appointment with mine. Mine is fab. You're going to love her. And I thought, who, who? who talks about their dentist in fab terms. I really have to go and see what this is all about. So I made an appointment at the River Forest Dental Group in River Forest, Illinois. And when I walked in, I walked in and I started, you know, filling out that form we all fill out, name, address, insurance info. How did you hear about us? And I wrote, meetup member Michelle told me you guys were fab. So that's why I'm here. I gave it in. I sat down in the waiting room. And one minute later, a dentist walks out behind the counter holding my sheet said nothing but, Jill, I see you heard about us through Meetup. What's Meetup? And so I launched into this explanation of, you know, this amazing site. You can start these Meetup groups. It's incredible. And about five minutes in, because I can talk, I stopped myself and I asked, why are you interested to know? And she said, I am so sorry I didn't introduce myself properly. My name is Dr. Heiferman, and I own the River Forest Dental Group. Oh, and my brother started Meetup. Excuse me? She said, yeah, you know, Scott Heiferman, founder and CEO of Meetup.com. Yeah, that's my brother. I said, yeah, you have got to be kidding me. So I whipped out my business card, explained to her that I'm building this organization based on her brother's platform. And could I please, please, please be hooked up with someone for a one-on-one -on -one contact? And so she gave me his email address. And Scott was kind enough to email me for some time. And then at Scott's request, we got on the phone and spent an hour talking about what I needed for my business. And not only that, but a couple months ago, I told him, I'm on my way to New York. Could I stop by, come see you, get a hug for starting this amazing website? And he said, sure, come on by. So I went on by. You can see how happy I was. But not only did I stop by, he invited his entire support staff into the conference room and allowed me to grill them for an hour about what my business needs. And they got to grill me about what Meetup needs. And the best part about this is, see Scott in the back and the left, the woman next to him, 
Andrea, my one-on-one -on -one contact. I got one. So what does this story illustrate? Reason number three, that moms make the best entrepreneurs. We tell our dentists, we tell our family, we tell our friends, we will tell anyone who will listen. The brilliant Malcolm Gladwell said that talking to people is the most useful and efficient way of finding out new and interesting things, and there's no other way to do it. I'm going to add that talking to people is the most useful and efficient way of building your business. Now, you don't have to be a genius, have a stroke of genius, figure out a complex algorithm, or go through an intimidating series of steps to become a mom entrepreneur. If you're busy making it up, which isn't new for any mom, and you're busy multitasking, which isn't a choice for any mom, and you're busy telling everyone what you're doing, which is a need for every mom, then you are a true mom entrepreneur, the best kind of entrepreneur that there is. Thank you. Oh my goodness, guys, Jill Sosman hit the nail on the head when it came to mompreneurs. I'm telling you guys, we have to follow those three steps, those three things that she said that makes moms the best entrepreneurs. That is number one. Let's get innovative. Let's make it up, guys. We can do this together. Number two. Let's multitask. If you don't know something, someone else does. But it's okay to start where you are. Number three, don't be a silent secret agent. Nobody is going to support what they don't know is out there. But if they know that you do something, they're looking for you. All you have to do is open your mouth and tell the world. Let's get to work, mompreneurs and millennials. It's time to level up. We got work to do. Thank you for listening to us today, Millennials Ministries. And keep it locked in with us at TOKOBL Radio at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on every Sunday night. If you want to be a guest on our show, please email a letter of interest to millennialsministry at gmail.com. Once again, millennialsministries at gmail.com. And if you want to put an ad on our show, please email us also at millennialsministries at gmail.com. I am once again your fabulous evangelist, Tanisha Ramsey Lane. You guys have a blessed and wonderful night.